My name is Michael Riley. I'm a senior lecturer at the University of Westminster, where I'm also uh, director of the Black Music Research Centre, which in the last three years, I also operate under the title of principal investigator for bass culture, which is a project looking at the history and impact of Jamaican music on Britain. In terms of where I've started out in this crazy existence as an artist, I started out in Birmingham, um, which is where I'm from, in a band called Steel Pulse, of which I was a former member. Within that band, I was a writer, lyricist, but I also acted as, because we all had different titles, um, as I was going to say manager, but no one really managed. So I got on with other duties, which was PR, press, promotion, and so forth. My relationship with Brent is is on several levels. Uh, our university, the University of Westminster, Harrow campus uh, is in Brent, or part of the campus sits within Brent. Um, I've traveled to Brent uh, for various events, uh, over the years, and I have musician uh, colleagues who are also of Brent. Um, that about summarises my relationship. My connection to reggae is that I think I was born into it. I think if you have Jamaican parents or parentage, uh, by default you have a relationship with the music that um, was in your house as you grew up. So that's that's where my relationship begins. It, it then follows that um the first band that I was in, it's a reggae band. The, I created an orchestra called the Reggae Philharmonic Orchestra. Um, and it's part of the music I live and breathe. In terms of developing my career, it's the music that I've initially pursued. It was the music that initially influenced my relationship with music. In terms of a career, it informed my relationship with songwriting, followed by production, followed by um, an, an inroad to the industry itself. Um, so it's understanding the music business that, um, would sum up my various relationships with reggae. M my work has contributed to the Brent slash London story in that uh, for a large part of my academic career, I have looked at the relationship of uh, reggae or Jamaican music and its influence on the UK. And London happens to be the major city uh, for music, music business and so forth. So you bring those two things together and Brent is one of the largest communities of black and minority individuals, but specifically the Jamaican community. So the overlaps are multiple the skill set I've required now comes to bear down on that relationship to Brent and in particular, the No Base Like Home project, which is focused on the Caribbean community and its creative outputs, reggae being one of them. I think growing up, I think before I was born, I was being transported around the house in my mother's womb, listening to reggae and um, gospel music soul and jazz that was the mixture that then um once i popped out would continue popped out being born uh, would continue to influence my taste in music 
the first record I purchased because I got most of my music from my dad and my elder brother would have been Concrete Jungle by Bob Marley. I did not grow up in Brent as I'm from Birmingham, Handsworth in Birmingham. My main connection in terms of uh, being alerted to or discovering uh, reggae related activities is online, followed by word of mouth in the general community. And then it's actually attending events. You'll hear about other stuff, but also it's because um, I research the subject. So it's a combination of all of that, plus radio, of course, and increasingly um, across podcasts. I have a favorite reggae track, and that goes all the way back to my first album, which is Concrete Jungle. It hasn't really changed by Bob Marley. And it's because it somehow brought together a sense of Jamaica, Kingston, Trenchtown, and at the time, the block of flats that was opposite where I lived, um, which was concrete in Birmingham. And that just has stayed with me ever since. I think Brent artists have contributed in ways that, um, firstly, London doesn't understand, and secondly, the UK wouldn't because London doesn't understand. And I say that because there are so many artists that were at the very cutting edge, the very early days of reggae in the UK, that they formed a community um, of musicians that were linked to various buildings, um, record labels, uh, clubs uh, in Brent that people would travel to across London. So in many ways, Brent is at the cornerstone of the establishing of early the early reggae scene in London. The impact of sound system, sound system culture, pirate radio, and so forth in Brent is huge because if we look at sound system in, in the first instance, you travel to a sound system event. And Brent um, was fortunate in that it had uh, more than one sound system, more than one venue. And then we look at radio, and radio uh, escapes the community, escapes the locality in which it sits. There are key radio stations in Brent that have established a long-lasting relationship with the community and a connection with Jamaican producers and Jamaican music. And they, in terms of the, that community, travel outside of Brent, having been influenced by the music in Brent, and invite people back. So Brent, in terms of an audience or a community for reggae, has championed or evangelized, if that's the word, um, reggae uh, across London. You would know about Brent actually through reggae. In terms of local economies or alternative economies in Brent, sound system culture was definitely a major player. It was the one area of work where if you were of Caribbean heritage, you stood a much higher percentage of finding an outlet, uh, some form of payment. It was a community-based economy that allowed individuals that didn't have formal qualifications to participate, develop skill sets, transferable skill sets, I should add, that were very important to uh, confidence, um, uh, developing a sense of belonging. Um, but most importantly, it was a, a very integrated economy. Sound system was not uh, 
not just about the music. It was about food. It was about community. Even the person that made the flyer to promote the event was part of that uh, economy. The person who printed the flyer was part of that economy. It's a complex economy that people, I think, um, know, should know more about. But it was critical for key members, certainly young males um, within Brent. Reggae music extended beyond the sonic experience to how you might consider arriving at a sound system event. So in other words, reggae music influenced how you dressed. And it really, regardless of whether you were male or female, you could spot the soul, the soul boy in the audience. You could spot the Rasta uh, in the audience. You could spot the church girl in the audience. But someone that was dressing specifically for a reggae event, um, especially in the 70s, would be sharp was the expression. The expression. Um, that means the trousers carried a seam in it. The suit might be two-tone. The light lining of that suit might be loud or gregarious. It had to stand out. In some cases, in the early 70s, your trousers might have been slightly shorter so that you could see the socks which were being worn, especially if you uh, were going to participate in one of the dance routines or the shuffle at the time. So reggae definitely at one point influenced how people would get dressed to go out. There were any number of dance styles that would be found in a reggae or slash sound system event. Generally, these dances would originate in Jamaica, in Kingston, and be exported or transported over um, by individuals uh, or that were constantly moving between Jamaica and Brent or London. Uh, at, so from the the shuffle was perhaps the dance I, I remember most, but there were any number of dances. Each tune, in some cases, new tune, a big tune, would have a particular dance routine that went with it. And to be hip, you learned that dance routine. Reggae's impact uh, on youth in terms of the politics of the day was huge. I mean, if we look at the 70s, reggae was po political. The narrative was political. In fact, if you wanted to understand the politics, you listened to reggae music. The artists represented the community and the community's relationships to the politics of the day. So you learnt about Jamaica. If you were in Brent or London or the UK, you learnt about the politics of Jamaica through the narrative of reggae music at the time. Little has changed, dare I add. It's that narrative still exists. My connection with the reggae scene now is 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 it's more complicated in that initially it was about a musician, it was about production, it was about writing and performing. Now my relationship with reggae is researching its history, its impact and its legacy in the UK, in London, in Brent. And it's trying to pull together uh, that narrative uh, alongside the community and share the outputs of that uh, to the wider uh, audience of music. It's 
really important because the contributions made by sound system culture, uh, by reggae music, and when we look at Brent, key individuals in Brent, is not part of the general discourse, certainly not in schools. And it's still uh, below the surface when we look at higher education. Um, so my relationship to reggae, I would say, is, is more involved, but more nuanced, more complicated. And it's particularly focusing on the contribution that reggae, reggae musicians has had on British culture. I think in terms of Brent's reggae heritage, it's one of the lesser known stories. So in terms of how that should pan out in the future, how it should be preserved and curated and shared, I think it's important to connect with the community in Brent. That's the first point because they are that history. Their memories are crucial to a broader story of reggae in London. Brent is arguably one of the most important locations for reggae, but it's also one of the lesser known locations for reggae. And so going forward, uh, it's important that we capture that history, largely memories. It's important that we highlight the owners of those experiences and memories in terms of musicians and uh, music industry professionals and then other uh, participants um, related to reggae and sound system culture and so forth. But it's also important that we connect to archives. So, for example, Wilson Library, Brent Archives. It's important that we highlight that this information is there to be shared and promote the extent to which these contrib contributions have transformed Brent it should be part of uh, taught content in Brent, in schools, and then hopefully shared across the wider London locality. But lastly, I say on that tip, in terms of preserving this history, it's important that the UK knows about this contribution and the extent to which Brent has a role and has played a part in transforming popular music and music culture in Britain. When we look at where we are now in 2020, it's very easy to forget how we arrived here as a Caribbean community, as a um, black community, or as the government would say, a BME community. And music has played a major role and reggae is right at the forefront of that role in terms of multiculturalism, how we relate to each other, um, how we feel about each other. and if we look at Brent's contribution to that relationship, it's important that if we say Black Lives Matter, we look at all Black lives, but we also look at those lives in terms of musicians that has helped us voice that experience. And so Brent's contribution to that is huge. Uh, if we look at the labels, be it Island Records or Trojan Records or a multitude of other smaller um, Black-owned labels. It's part of the rich history and tapestry of London and of the UK. And we should cherish that. And we should start to research as a community this contribution and champion those contributions going forward. 
Everything that happens now, whether it's grime or drill, is built on the legacy of those contributions. Unless we forget those contributions, we'll end up in a place where we're still attempting to discover that which has already been created in terms of positive, I think, changes that has come out of the black community in the UK.